So yesterday I discovered a website called SEO for Profit, and this website absolutely blew my mind. I'm blessed to have one of the representatives from SEO for Profit with me today. And I'm going to ask some really, uh, really intricate questions that I'm hoping will, will help you all out. Um, firstly, the thing that blew me away yesterday with this site, how clear and concise it was, and the thing that came to my awareness was how, now I'm going to use the word beep because I can't swear uh, in this interview, um, but insert the word that's appropriate for you, how I've been beeped by SEO in my life. And I'm hoping that you might be able to help me unbeep my SEO because some of the mistakes that I've made um, from web guys telling me they didn't know the answers to my questions, when these questions I feel could have been answered and just seeing the description on your site yesterday, some of these questions, you know, the answers seemed seemed clear and I'm hoping you can shed some light on that to, today. So how can we unbeep our SEO? Well, I, I resonate as, as it says on seoforprofit.com, um, I've been on that same journey um, uh, as a business owner and seoforprofit.com is founded by business owners who have had exactly this problem. Um, and here's the thing. I think the thing we all have in common is we realize the potential of people searching for items on Google. You know, if I want to buy something, I go search for information about that item on Google. There are people looking to buy stuff searching on Google. It's a, um, it's a festival of buyers, so to speak. And we all, as business owners, want to tap into that potential. And I think almost naturally, organically, we understand there's customers available to me. And at least that was true for me. I could see it. I could understand it. I was one of them. I go buy stuff. I, you know, we all do it, right? I click here and one website catches my attention or another. And it's those websites at the top of Google, man, I want to be at the top of Google. And so I've gone through three, if I go back far enough, even four quote unquote SEO experts and frankly gave them way too much money. And I like to say this. If you're a business owner, you're looking to build assets. And the last thing that I wanted to do was go down learning the SEO rabbit hole. I would have much preferred I just pay somebody to do a great job. But I tried three, If I, like I said, if I go back far enough, four times. So the point is, I've now gone down that rabbit hole and I got lucky. And I got lucky because the last team that I hired was way too slow. They were making me promises and timeframes and they just weren't meeting it. And I had a responsibility um, to advance this thing that that particular project in our own enterprise. And so I, I was pushed and man, I'll tell you what I learned. And I'm grateful to be able to share. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. Um, I feel bad that business owners that put up a website don't know what I now know that if only I'd have known when I started building a website and anyone with a website or building a website, it's like anything. Once you know, it's easy, but it is a rabbit hole. But what I'm really good at, I think is going down the rabbit hole, seeing all the stuff and then synthesizing that into the three, four, five 
key important factors to get right. And, and there really is a, a couple of those factors and tools that make it easy, etc. So yes, let's on everybody's websites. Man, I just really resonate with what you're saying there. And I too have had three or four SEO professionals waste my money and waste my time and uh, spending some time speaking with you yesterday, the amount of clarity uh, you, you gave me and had I implemented some of those things 10 years ago, I can only imagine the massive success that my sites would have had just having more coherence, having more connection to the customer. And like you said, getting Google to love you and those little things that you shared are just so big. So so, you know, can you tell me a bit more about that? How does that all work? How did you how did you learn these things? You just stumbled upon it. Well, I've been way down the rabbit hole is the the quick the quick answer. But here's a fundamental thing that I shared yesterday, and I'm sharing a lot now because it was a big, massive aha moment for me. That when you're so when you're a business owner, there's almost like or a webmaster if I can say so, almost the worst. Um, anyone who's had a webmaster do SEO, I'm telling you nine times out of 10, they meh, your, mm-hmm. your website. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not their fault. They're, they're well-intentioned. The problem is they don't know what they don't know. Just like I didn't know what I don't know. And, and here's a foundation for everyone to understand. Assuming you're motivated to have Google love you and send you traffic slash potential customers, assuming that you're motivated by that, inspired by that notion, then you have to realize this, how you're seeing your website isn't how Google sees your websites. Wow. Can you tell me more about that? What what do you mean exactly? Can you break that down just into a few steps for the average listener, the average SEO person? Now, some of this does get techie, right? And so I, I think probably what I need to do is put together some kind of checklist PDF or something. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll promise to do that. So anyone listening to this that wants the checklist PDF and, and you'll need someone to do these things, but it can be really low cost. If, and the thing is, you just need to know what they are. So, you know, they're getting done and getting them done. And then you can hit the checklist. So you don't have to do them. I don't do some of this, this techie stuff. Um, what I do understand is what needs to be done so that I can direct and make sure I'm ticking boxes. Mm-hmm. So the first key thing to understand is that when you're a business owner with a website or a webmaster, you're thinking about the design, you're thinking as we talked about yesterday, the customer experience on the website, etc. But Google is for lack of a better term, a robot whatever word you want to give it Google is they actually Google actually crawls your website I think that's a fundamental thing to understand that if you want Google to love your website it's crawl like it's a tech term is my point it literally has like a scanner go through your website now it's not a person and I like using I just use this analogy with with my uh, with my partner um, Google doesn't know which guacamole recipe is the best guacamole recipe. Just doesn't know or the best chicken salad recipe, right? So if you if you if you're teaching someone uh, chicken salad, that's your your thing. Um, Google has no way of knowing. Do you have the best recipe? So Google's motivation 
is to satisfy people searching on the internet. And the way it gets those clues is people actually put questions. And if you look, whenever you do a search, it actually says people also ask. So your content on your website should have, because that's what Google sees. Oh, people are asking these questions. That's where it gets its data. People are people also ask these questions. If you go back to your content on your website, you're talking about how great your product is, how you, about your story. You probably haven't answered those questions. Mm-hmm. And that's what Google's trying to see. Uh, their customers, Google's customers, are looking for answers to these questions. Here's another little tool if you want to take it one step further. It's called Answer the Public. Mm-hmm. And you can just put in any topic and answer the public and will tell you on Google all the questions that are being asked. And this, by the way, is how you build authority with Google. You start answering the questions that the people on Google are actually asking. It's really simple, right? And you can understand, oh, that's where Google gets its information from the people asking questions on Google, right? Now, here's another big one, and and this mucked us around too many times and I'm one of them I like the website to look schmick I like the website to be modern looking here's the problem with that it affects the crawl of the robot Mm. so now you should go to seoforprofit.com and just look at how simple it is yeah that's because it makes it easier for Google and you'll see all the content. There's all the words, there's all these words. Well, Google loves that. Let me give you a, a hint. If you talk to SEO people, um, they will tell you you should write articles, 500 words, maybe a thousand words. Now, the reason that they're doing that, it, it, a key understanding. So I just talked about Google's motivation. Here's a big topic on motivation. Oh, it's painful. An SEO expert's motivation. I think they should all be fired. That's gold. Because their motivation is not for you. They're a business. Now, when I say their motivation isn't for you, it might be their second motivation or the third motivation. It's unlikely it's the number one motivation. And I'll tell you the reason why I know that is because once I dealt with all these SEO people and then I understood actually what Google freaking wanted, I was like, they weren't doing that. They were trying, listen to me, they were trying to make money. And that's a conflict of interest as it relates to what's best for you and what Google wants. They tend not to marry up. I'll give you a really good example of that. One of the reasons people go in the SEO business is because it's an ongoing service. You get the customer once and you just build them monthly, 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 and there's a maintenance. So that's a good business model, right? It's like a subscription model. So so in their pitch, they're magnifying your need for ongoing service, which may or may not be necessary. I love that. I feel like you're bridging the gap, you know, you're bridging the gap between that world of the old paradigm of these SEO specialists and bringing this magic to the people. To the people, because I'm one of them. I, I, I don't want a monthly service if I don't need it. I just want customers. That's why the, the site's called 
SEO for profit. Yeah. That's what I care about. Customers and profit. I'm not paying an SEO person. And here's the key. They all tell you that you need content and you need um, ongoing content. And of course, that's an ongoing job. You need to be adding backlinks on an ongoing basis. Now that serves them because it gives them a job on an ongoing basis. However, if you're smart, there, let me say this, there is justification for doing ongoing SEO. There is, particularly with competitive keywords. And this is the thing, competitive keywords are just that, they're competitive. Now here's the motivation of the SEO expert. They want you going for the competitive keywords. Why? It gives them a big job. Months, they'll tell you. By the way, one of the lies they tell, and I'm telling you, it's a lie because we've done it so many times now. They tell you, and you told me that you were told, oh, it's going to be three or four months before we see the benefit of fill in the blank, whatever the SEOA. What a, what a great business model. Can you imagine you telling a, a, a vocal student, hey, you're going to have to pay me for the next three or four months. Yeah. There won't be any benefit. So you just got to hope that it's going to work. And then the, the default is, but hey, Google's fickle. So we, we don't know. What, and you're what, saying that that's not actually the truth. It's not the truth. Now, it's a half truth. I'll call it a half truth. There is truth to it. But, but it can be resolved. One of the things, and we talked about this yesterday, Jay, I kept saying to myself, that answer is not good enough. Mm. My intuition was yelling at me, that answer is not the answer. There's more to this. I've got to figure this out. And so, and, and now it's actually, it's just like anything. It's so easy, but there's a tool you can use. And here's the term. So remember that Google is crawling your website. And when you make a change to your website, yes, Google may not get to it for some time unless you prompt her. And there's a tool you can use to prompt her. It's, you just submit for recrawl. Now, I don't know why they seem to not know that, but we've done it so many times now and we see results, we do what, so this is what we've learned. We'll change one thing, submit for recrawl, wait three or four days and see what happens. That's literally, we don't have to wait three or four months. We can see what that one thing did and we learn from that. And then we add another variable and another variable. So we know the, the specific variables for any individual website, what's doing what and what we should do more of. This is part of our very quick early analysis now that I don't know. And certainly no one did that for me. Yeah. But now for me, it's obvious and fundamental and step number one. Now here's another one and I'm not going to reveal this. I'm going to save this. And the reason I'm going to save it is not that I don't want business owners to know I don't want other SEO experts to know because this gives us a real advantage. So as a business owner, I want this advantage. I mentioned earlier that Google crawls. Yeah. Well, there is 
Now, here's how this happened. I became an FBI agent looking for clues, talking to XCO experts, trying to figure out what they're saying and what they're, what they're not saying, reading between the lines, subcontext. This is what I was like an FBI agent. Like, you're not telling me everything. So we had this page that with all the fundamentals we had in place should have been, and I'll use this term, should have had more domain authority, which is just how much authority, how much credibility Google gives the website, for lack of a better term. We should have had more. And we, we weren't. We tried this and we tried that. And so I was talking to an SEO expert and all they could say to me was, yeah, that's like to throw up their hands like, we don't understand. Google's fickle. And then, my, uh, no, that answer is not good enough. So I got good Googling. And I took that specific problem that we were having, that here's what the SEO person gave me as the FBI, uh, FBI agent. They gave me a, a term that might be the problem. So I took that term and I added words in, in front of it, behind it, added the word tool, and boom, up comes this tool that acts like Google. And it's not the Google console, by the way. It's way more in depth. It's like the spy, the Google spy that you wish you had that you could go and talk to Google and say, hey, can you just tell me what you need me to do on this website? And Jay brother, on every freaking page that we run that through, there's always something for some reason and often it's because of the webmaster, meh, yeah. because they did something fancy. And that's cool, I understand. And they did something from their paradigm, but they weren't doing it from, there's a robot gonna read that and mm. get stuck on it. So as an example of that, we had a moving background on one of our pages. And the, and the contact page which had very little content on it for that same page was ranking higher than this page that we had backlinks to and all this content. And we did a like, why is that happening? All right. It has a moving background, which looks super schmick. As just one example. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that is so insightful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, that recrawl tool that you talked about, I actually went on after you shared that information with me yesterday and had a look and it said something like, um, Google gives no guarantees on the recall recrawl, uh, time frame. It said it could take a little while or a long while, but it said something like it prioritizes the content that it sees most uh, appealing for the customer, basically. So it said it, it basically said it prioritizes the most awesome content. Um, so that was really interesting to me. It, it is. However, your interpretation of content mm -hmm. as an expert is likely different from what Google. So Google is not reading your content as a human. Yes. They're not coming as a customer looking at cacao and thinking, oh, this is great cacao content I haven't seen anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Now that's good. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But what's what comes first, guess what Google does? What? 
Google looks at the content that's already ranking well for that search term. Okay. It can't read it. It has to look for other indicators. So there's two things to that. There are websites that other websites have said, this is a good website. This is what's called a backlink. So my website lists your website and says, this person really understands cacao. And I put your website on my website and Google goes, oh, look at that. This website thinks that website's important. Mm -hmm. That's a backlink. And the more important this website is, the more important that backlink is or that credibility link, we might call it. Yeah. So this is how Google establishes whether or not you've got good content in every topic. It already has websites that they have said because of this backlinking thing, these guys have good content. So that's their measuring stick. Mm. Yeah. So now you're being compared. Your content is first and foremost being compared to the content that's already ranking well. So you better include what they have, add more from those people also ask so that that's more indicators from Google's perspective. And then on top of that, yes, add definitely your unique perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's that blend of um, the unique perspective, uh, plugging plugging that into the computer in a sense. And, you know, you mentioned before about that chicken soup um, analogy and sort of Google can't work out who makes the best chicken soup or however you put it. Is that like an FAQ page? Is that what you're talking about? Like having like a clear, like kind of FAQ listing where, um, you know, you can put in those questions that are the most commonly asked and give insightful answers. Is that like a quick and easy solution for people to increase their ranking on Google? Are you sure you want the answer to that? This is my, this is what comes to me. So the quick and easy answer is yes. An FAQ accordion style is what they call it. Yep. I'm as good way to do that. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go a little bit further though. So I'll get a little bit, this will be interesting because I'll, I'll try to give it, um, layman's term. So let me get out of my head, the SEO tech term. Cool. So terms. So one of the things that Google robot, I'm going to keep drilling that you're dealing with a robot mm -hmm. and it's looking for certain things. And here are some of the fundamental things it's looking for on your content. Um, the, they use the term meta, which I don't know what the, the, the tech is meta something. So there's a meta title, but you can even take the word meta out of it. It's just the title. And this is, if you go Google, you'll see when a website comes up, there's a title there and it's what, so you have to fill in that field, the title fields, right? Then there's the description. They call it a meta description. So it's just the title and the description. Now here's where it gets interesting. There's also, they call it an H1 heading or heading one. And then there's heading two and heading three and heading four. Those could, those headings in particular could be those people also ask. So they're right in your heading tags, they're called. Google's going to like that. It means that the, what people are asking about on, on, uh, cause it'll see it. The robot will see that very quickly. It's reading your title, your description and your headings. 
Now you have to tag them properly. That's a tech mm -hmm. thing that's done in the background that somebody can do really easily. And here's what's, here's what's really interesting, Jay. Most people have one or two of those things right on a piece of content. Yeah. Very few have the title, a description, heading one. So you'll see this, um, people have more than one uh, heading one tag, more than one heading two tag. And that just sends Google into what? Wow. I can't properly read this. Now it's easy to do. Now on your, so on the checklist, you should, you should be asking your SEO person, what is my meta title? What is my meta description? What's my H1 tag? What's my H2 tag? My H3 and my H4 and my H5. Rarely is that actually done. And it's so simple. And it's what Google first goes and looks for. Because wow. that's how it knows what this website is about. So crazy, so simple. I'm going to be so naive here. I thought that, you know, that was H1, H2, H3, H4, H5 as a website, artistic website designer, that they were just like font sizes, you know, that you'd want, oh, I want the big font there, so go with H1. And uh, and I want the smaller font, H5, you know. Um, but no, there's a bit more to it than that. A and lot the more. the reason you're thinking that is because by default, um, uh, I think it's website templates. Forgive me, I don't mm -hmm. quite understand. Mm -hmm. but I knew that by default, the H1 tag will automatically be in larger text. Correct. By default. Yes. So, so you see that, Jay, brother. So yeah. you were just like, okay, this is where the large text goes. Yeah. Not understanding. No, no, no. This is where Google goes yeah. to see what the website's about. And then, of course, you should have keywords in there. Mm -hmm. And then there's a strategy. So if your keyword is ceremonial cacao, let's just say, you might put that as the title. And it might be in the description, but not just. So one, I, I even hesitate to use the word, SEO expert that I paid way too much money to, told us, because he wasn't available, so we did it ourselves, that we should put the um, the keyword with a one word variable in all of those spots I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. When we found this tool, we ran it through, guess what the tool said to us? It's that was bad. Yeah, fat, good word. And we had to go and change the whole damn thing. After an SEO expert specifically told us to do that. Yeah. Now, and here's why that is, by the way, Google is fickle. It does change its mind all the time. But all you got to do is be updated on the changes. It's not like they're announced all over the place. So you're a really lazy SEO expert if you haven't known that, yes, some years ago that would have been a good idea, but it's no longer a good idea. And the reason it's not a good idea, Google doesn't want you gaming the system. And it can see, like we were talking about yesterday, if you've added too many backlinks to one listing directory, it can see that you've done that. And it can see you're just trying to game the system and earn free unearned backlinks. You can no longer game Google. What you can do is understand Google and give it what she wants. Mm. And here's the great news. Most websites aren't doing that. 
and it's fussy. It's like this I'm talking about. You can't just put keyword, 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 and move on. You've got, and it, it, the, it's because if you were doing it naturally, it's kind of, it's another conflict, right? You need to address this artificial robot, but have it be natural. It's a, it, it's, it's a conundrum. So the point being is that a website wouldn't do that naturally. It wouldn't put those terms in those places naturally. There would be variations of that. I used the analogy this morning. We were talking, you know, if you're, if your website's on gardening, well, you're going to have shovel and soil and compost. Those are uh, the words that surrounding your keyword. And Google knows it's a very smart robot that those words are surrounding. So it's going to be looking, do you, do you have these subtopics covered? And again, even as I say that, I think to myself, well, that's understandable. That's yeah. easy. I just need to know. Yeah. And that's literally why, to be honest, I'm not sure why we're all at seoforprofit.com. We're all business owners. We're all busy. We are using now this stuff in our own businesses. And we, we have a team now that knows what to do. So we feel like almost an obligation, man, we can actually help people. But I'll tell you, when I talk to my partner, she says, you're not doing that, are you? It's, it's, it's too much of your time. Like we are otherwise really busy, but I feel a responsibility. I've been down this very long draining road. It's like, I know a secret that people need to know. So I, I almost can't help myself as, as was the case yesterday. You could see even in our conversation, Jay, it's like, yeah. oh, Jay's got to understand this. I've got to help the guy. Yeah. Because I operate a lot from you do it once and you have it forever. So once you get these things right, and that was to your point early, Jay, that imagine we had done this 10 freaking years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like you just kind of said, like it's, there might be 10 things that you need to do and all of those things need to be just perfect. And so many people do three or four or five or six or seven. But if there's one of those 10 things that's slightly out, it can completely beep your website and your SEO, right? Okay, so that's not exactly correct. So the things that I just mentioned, title, description, heading, 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 heading. Yep. If let's say you just got the, most people have the title in it. Most people, most websites have the, the if they're SEO aware at all, will have a, a title and a description. Hmm. And then their heading tags are a mess. That's standard. So what that means is, Google, in that instance, Google can't read what's on the website properly. So it's not going to be able to give you the credibility it deserves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to having a moving background, which then completely mucks it up, if that makes sense. So there's variations of the problem, I guess, is what, I, what I'm saying. But here's the thing, Jay. Yes, it's fussy and it's exacting. But if you've got the checklist. Yeah. And you know somebody that can do it. And by the way, these SEO people generally can do it. They just don't have anyone holding them accountable. Hmm. It's a bit crazy, to be honest. It's like when you, when you figured out, it's like, why didn't you give me a heading three tag? It's not yeah. that difficult. Yeah. And it literally takes, if you're filling in a field with a few words, it takes hardly any time. Hmm. And they can pick from the list of words that 
that they got from Google saying these are what people are also asking for. Okay, right, I can just plunk this one in here, this one in here, this. It actually doesn't take much time. It just takes awareness. Man, this tool and what you've created here sounds um, incredible. The thing that comes to me is clarity. Like it just, it gets overwhelming. That's that's what I feel when I look at this stuff and I hear this stuff. And even when you say 10 things or when I say 10 things that need to be checked or the list that needs to be checked, it, it yeah, to be able to give that clarity is just such a phenomenal assistant and um, just sounds like you're all over it there, man. That's That's just amazing. I had to be, Jay. Yeah. This, I had way too much at stake, and to be honest, I had spent way too money, to, too much money, to turn back from it. Mm. I felt like I've got to make this work. I have too much invested, and as I started this, I also could see the potential. Um, I want to give an example, and I'm not going to give the exact keyword because then that would be telling this. Mm -hmm. It, let me make it simple, Jay. So those things I just mentioned, and maybe I'll do a little tutorial on those. It's, 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 yes, it's a little bit of a brain break, but not one, you know, I could do a 10 minute in tutorial that if you watched it three times, you would know that. So mm. literally in 30 minutes, that number one fundamental thing you'd have down. Um, the second one is, and this is what freaked me out. I ha I made an assumption. I want everybody to get excited, including yourself, Jay. Yeah, I'm excited. By this point I'm about to make. I've yet to be able to find a, actually I will give a real example. Um, immigration. So of course I have, I'm Canadian, so I have a visa. So I'm, I say, in regular contact. Like I was just in contact with the um, immigration lawyer to do with my visa needed to be renewed, and there was some form I had to submit. So I wanted to make sure I got the form right. So just out of curiosity, I think, oh, what could I do for this guy with SEO? Now, here's the assumption I made that I think a lot of people make. And I want to almost like blow this out of the water. SEO is not all done. I assumed that because SEO has been around a long time, there's lots of people have been doing SEO for a long time, that there would be no genuine profit-making SEO opportunities available. And that is absolutely unequivocally not the case. And mm -hmm. I'll give you this one really good example. So I just go and I and I go into um, and I'm in Australia on a partner visa. So I just go and say, OK, how many people are searching for partner visa and how difficult. So this tool tells you how many people are searching, what the websites are that rank, like all this data is readily available. If and this is the thing that I had to do was learn these tools, which was not in my wheelhouse. I don't go into platforms and tools and dashboards. I have other people do that because it breaks my brain. But because I was so forced, I said, I've got to figure out this bloody dashboard of this tool. And it's mesmerizing. There's many places to go. So I started, you know, I'm just going to go in this one. I'm just going to go in that one. And it's so cool once you start to understand because all of this data is available in minutes to make decisions profit-making decisions. 
You just have to understand where to find this data. And so in this case, it's very easy. You just go into the, um, the keyword tool or the keyword part of the tool and I put in partner visa. Now this is a little bit uh, rusty for me. Um, there was, I think partner visa was for lack of a better term, medium difficulty, which was surprising. I thought there's lots of money for an immigration attorney to help people. They get paid a lot. I know I've paid it a lot of money to make sure you've got this application right. You don't want to do it yourself and have it wrong, right? Um, so the fact that it wasn't, so it goes um, easy, medium, hard, super hard, and I think there's even super, super hard. And this was just medium. And what to me was a very lucrative marketplace. I'm thinking, why aren't immigration attorneys all over this? But then I went to school visa and it was easy. And then I went to work visa and it was easy. Now this particular immigration attorney that I was dealing with, he's already by referral, he's already too busy. So he wasn't interested in SEO, but that's just a perfect example of like, I wish I was an immigration attorney because I could start a whole business. And here's the key, Jay, within 30 days, not months, I could be getting traffic from Google of people looking for a school visa, a work visa. These are people actively looking and it's a sensitive topic, right? So they're very motivated to get the right information. Um, I, just as one example, and uh, but we've had our own examples that I'm not going to reveal because I don't want to be revealing this to my, my competition, where I was like, wow, in, in one instance, we were getting 25 to 32, and these were qualified leads that filled out a form for a 30 to $100,000 purchase per week. Wow. Yeah. And that was because, so number one is what I just told you, talking to Google properly, right? Number two is just making it a priority in your mind. Yes, there's competitive keywords that SEO experts want you going for because there's lots of traffic and they can sell you on that dream and it's going to take months to, you know, what, again, what a great business model because you, you don't have to show a result for months. So at seoforprofit.com, our um, promise is we're going to find you traffic within 30 days or we're not going to take you on as a client. Because I don't want you sitting around for three to six months hoping we're doing a good job. I want to show you just like we found in 30 days, I'm going to bring traffic to your website. And, I, and it's my job, our responsibility to use the tool to find that opportunity, show you that opportunity so it's really clear, as you were saying, Jay, it's really clear to you. I'm going to show you just as we've discovered in the, in the immigrate, like there was thousands of searches for these mm -hmm. visas. Madness. So if you're an immigration attorney, call me. <laughs> I've got wow. money for you. Yeah. Man, I love so, that. Number one is talk to Google properly. Num number two is find your 30 day opportunities. And Jay, here's, here's what got me annoyed. Because once I understood the tool, you know what I did? I went and reverse engineered what other SEO experts were doing. And I want to know what they're doing. They know how to advance their own rankings quickly, not in three to six months. Hmm. Remember what their motivation is. They want work for three to six months. 
Yeah. But here's what they do themselves. Now, if you go search guest posting, there's all kinds of information about it. It's an obvious, well-known thing. And then there's levels of success with guest posting. And, Can you tell and, us a little bit about what guest posting is? Yes. Just give me a second to collect my thoughts on these. There are websites on the internet that are referred to by Google as authority websites. Okay. They have a lot of useful information. And so they have a lot of traffic of people going to get this information, which is music for Google. If you're answering what people are looking for and people are going to your website, they give you cred for that. So there are sites that specifically do that. So they are hungry for content. They want as much content. So a guest post is you contributing content to their website, which is a benefit to them. They don't have to hire somebody to contribute content. So you're doing them a favor. Yeah. Now here's what Google doesn't like. Here's part of the dirty little secret. So you can buy backlinks on Fiverr, in fact but they're not credible backlinks. They're ugly backlinks that Google knows are ugly and you'll actually lose credibility. Whereas a guest post actually takes work. Hmm. You actually have to make a meaningful contribution to, to her, Google, right? You, so you're not trying to rip her off. You're making a meaningful contribution of content to this authority website as, with a guest post. Everybody's winning. Google's getting content. The website's getting content. And you can put in that content on the, in the guest post, you can put a link. And that's a backlink. Now, hmm. I'm going to show you how much I understand this, Jay, the iterations of that. Now, you have to be very careful because Google doesn't want you buying your way into authority. So you have to be very careful when you're approaching these websites are in business and you will end up paying them, but you don't pay them for the backlink. You pay them for their time and energy to put up the guest post and, you know, because that takes labor. Yeah. So you're paying for the labor. And as it relates to all the other stuff, that you would pay an SEO expert for, this takes very little of the SEO expert's time. Mm -hmm. So they can't get paid much for it. So they may or may not tell you about it because it's too quick and easy. There's no time for them. The money you're paying is actually going to the authority website, not to the SEO expert because the SEO expert just really needs to make the contact. Now we've actually got a list. Now here's the other thing. You need those those websites to be clean, not spammy, blah, blah, blah. And, and people do that. They try to trick Google they, and they're trying to make money. So you got to make sure that these are really good um, authority websites. So we've made a list of those websites. Now, here's the other thing, though. Here's where you take this to. A, so you just understand that. So that's easy, simple, blah, blah, blah. You can do that. No problem. I'll even throw in. You can you, you I will say this. If you do it properly. Not just put in a prompt to GPT, chat GPT, and spit out some bland content. You can't do that. 
but that tool can enhance your ability to write great content. And that's the magic. Google, here's a change that Google's actually made. They've actually said something to the effect of, we don't care where the content comes from just so long as it's good quality, which makes sense. They know they're not going to get away from AI, but, yeah. but you can't write, you know, AI content sounds like AI content. Now, we just happen to have an expert as part of our um, SEO for profit team that um, knows how to unpack content. So we give those prompts to chat GPT that gives us great content, but quickly. So we can do it low cost, meet the needs of um, uh, Google's need for high quality content, not AI sounding content. And then to what I was saying to you, then you also add your own unique content. So you're not cheating. You're just using a tool for leverage to deliver yeah. what Google and the authority website wants. Now, as I say that, I tell you, I get excited because if you can freaking do that and you can save time in doing it, then you've got yeah. a real genuine advantage. And that's what we had to figure out. And we had, we were fortunate to have access to these experts that knew how to teach us this stuff. Um, so now we have it in a, in a system and that's all it is. It's just the right prompt in the AI, um, uh, with the, the, the content intent, um, and then the addition of the, um, the unique, uh, perspective so that we get what we want, but in a hurry is the simple answer to that. Um, but here's how you can take it one step further. And this is why I was talking about your site. This will have more meaning to you now. Mm -hmm. Jho.com. It's been around a long time and it actually has a lot of backlinks. So it actually has natural authority. Unfortunately, it could have, a, could have had a whole lot more, but it's, it actually has some cred or authority with Google. So as you can tell, as I'm speaking about this, that's like gold to me, right? Mm. So when you go to these authority websites that make money with guest posting, lots of people are doing it. So their SEO juice is going out literally to hundreds, if not thousands of different web pages, and it still gives you cred, but it would be better. And I'll, and I'll exaggerate it. If you were the only one that that authority website was giving a backlink to, then that backlink would be like, Whoa, Google mm -hmm. would see that. Right. But there's hundreds of them. So it gets, so that SEO power gets a bit diluted as opposed to if you've got your own authority website with three, four, five backlinks or links to other websites, they have more, they'll have more power, um, per backlink dependent upon the amount of authority that that website happens to have. So to explain that your, um, jho.com website, I'm going to call that will have medium authority. So if it's got six backlinks going from it only very little dilution of that, because Google would anticipate there'd probably be half a dozen. So it's not 60 or a hundred or 600, right? So those six are going to get a lot of medium cred, not going to be diluted cred as opposed to the authority website that might be an above average authority. But that above average authority is going out to hundreds. So it actually is going to get diluted and it might just give you medium cred, but it's going to give you medium cred. So that's still cred, if that makes sense. So I saw your website as having that, you know, above average SEO power transfer 
possibility. There's other considerations as we discussed, but just for the sake of conversation, at least. Yeah, that's really interesting, Sean. So are you saying that, you know, for a new website as well, it's it's more difficult to move up the stages to the almighty Google? I love that you referred to uh, Google as her, by the way. That was pretty cool. Uh, almighty uh, she. Um, so like, yeah, someone just starting a brand new website today, challenging someone who is the content authority of that subject or has the website for the last 20 years. Um, yeah, can you just shed a, a bit of light for all the newbies? Is it, is it possible to, to thrive in 2024? Jay, I have good news. Now, I, I'm going to give you one, and we've talked about this. So I'm going to use, I'll use uh, the example that we were talking about um, a ceremonial cacao. Now there's a website, anyone can go check it out, ceremonial-cacao.com. Now ceremonial cacao is one of the best keywords for any business selling ceremonial cacao. There's a good number of people searching for it. Now some one person was smart enough. No one's done any other iterations of it. One single website went and got, and here's the key. If you're a business owner, your website in your case is Tribal Moon Cacao. That means nothing to Google. But the URL, the robot, she, the robot, is looking at that URL for keywords that people are looking for on her, in Google, on Google. So this person didn't put their brand. They actually have a brand. They put ceremonial-cacao.com because they're playing Google's music and they're number one. Mm. Now that's not the only reason they're number one, but it's a simple thing that does give you a lot of cred. Now the other thing you can do is have a subdomain like jho.org forward slash and you have to use the dash so it's easier for google to see the two words ceremonial dash cacao and if jho.org has whatever that authority has it actually gets passed on to the subdomain it's not as good as having it in the actual domain but if if you if you put it in the actual domain then you're actually limited like that person's website can only be about ceremonial cacao right so the best option, as we were talking about, was to have one domain, build the authority or the cred of that domain, and then have these subdomains with keywords in the subdomain. Jay, brother, most websites are not doing that. And it has a lot of power if you're starting a website. So if you're starting a website, um, I would be thinking, what are the keywords I want in that URL? and not be too concerned as soon as they come to the website. So this is the decision that you make is, am I trying to build my brand name in my URL? Now I know you're trying to build your brand name. I know that I'm just talking about solely in the URL, the website name, or do I want Google to love me? Which is more important to me. Now it might be both. You might put your brand, jho.org is the brand forward slash ceremonial dash cacao. So I'm speaking to her in the subdomain. I think that's the, the magic blend. 
in particular, if you understand the power of building an authority domain where jho.org and using your example, jho.org has all this other valuable content on it can be seen as a, um, um, uh, an authority domain or a credibility domain that passes on all of that Google power, SEO power to the subdomains. Did that make sense? A hundred percent, it makes sense. And such potent knowledge, mate, just unbelievable. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us today. You're, you're welcome. Now, um, I wanted to go, I, I didn't finish the, where you can take the, the term is backlink, which is just one website of authority referring to your website so that Google sees that as credibility. That's a backlink. And I mentioned the authority websites and where you can go, oh, I, I did go to, so you can approach, so the, 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 this takes a little bit more work, but on, on, uh, we've, we've trained our team to do this. Well, you can recognize a website in your niche that isn't, that doesn't, and you can see this in the tool, doesn't have a whole bunch of backlinks, but maybe they have a blog and they're just contributing to their blog because somebody told them they should have a blog. And then you can say, hey, how about if I contribute to your blog and you give me a backlink? And that's a, that's a website that isn't in the business of guest posts so that that backlink will have that, you know, that, uh, will hold more of its power. It won't be so uh, diluted. So those are, and here's the thing, Jay, and we saw this yesterday on one of your websites. You had these .ae backlinks. That's why I got excited by that. I was like, hold on, I've never seen that before. So maybe those .ae websites aren't as overused for backlinks as some of the other sites that we're aware of. So that's why I was intrigued by that because if they're not so overused, they will have the, each backlink that we would be getting would have more power. So that's why I was like, oh, I need to be introduced to the guy that did that for you because I want to explore if that's true or not. Mm. So here's, as I just finished that, Jay, here's what comes to me. There is a real understanding to those things but literally, like I said, in a quick tutorial and a checklist and then handed to the right person. And that could be somebody on our team, of course, but it can be done very time efficiently, very cost effectively with the, the foundation being it's bringing profit, not creating a job for an SEO expert. Yeah. The intention is I'm finding money. I love that you got that right with the name, right? SEO for profit. I mean, it's just so clear. Just that alone is stands out um, to me as someone I'd probably want to work with for SEO. We're leaning towards now just a few because we've got other ventures, but we've got a team that can do a lot of this. I'll put the strategy piece together. I'll do the direction. So Because now that I understand it doesn't take much of my time, and then we can execute, 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 execute this side. You do your side and we share that revenue. I think that's a, that's a new SEO model that I'm actually, even as I say that, quite excited about because I think it allows us to contribute where we want to contribute, um, but also rewards us in a way that's meaningful for us versus um, a service fee um, that doesn't really motivate us much. But um, that, that model um, feels really good to us. 
Definitely. And I think for everyone concerned, yourself um, and the people working with you, you know, the, the benefits of that are going to be huge um, financially, exposure wise. And uh, I think just ease and grace and clarity for me, that is just a, a breath of fresh air having that um, real direction around the clarity of this is going to be taken care of and this is how it's going to be taken care of. So let's get it done. And um, away we go. Yeah. I, I, I like what I'm about to say is, is to close this out, Jay, and I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful we've had this conversation, so thank you. On SEOforprofit.com, the whole idea is that we're going to do this type of an assessment, and we're going to come back in a very, like I've had assessments done before, they're pages long, all a bunch of techie stuff, and, and, and what they're trying to do is show you how difficult it is, so you don't want to do it yourself, so you hire them. Hmm. they're just showing the complexity selling the dream showing the complexity you can't do it yourself you're going to need them and they want money it's just it's not a good model for the business owner great model for the seo company but what we want to do is come in and do the assessment and then very succinctly say this is where there's we believe there's profit for you this is why and this is what we're going to do in 30 days to show you that we're on track to that mm -hmm. so you're going to have evidence that this is working and for us as well, because we've got skin in the game. Man, I love that. I love, again, how direct you are about that and just um, the, the way you speak your truth, the way you're so passionate about what you do. Um, I have just so much admiration for you and what you've created here and all your other incredible projects. Um, thank you for making the time today to speak about all this. And uh, if I guess if anyone's listening and they feel aligned with the structure that you've created here to move forward, um, SEO for profit, check out the website, .com, right? Yep.com. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and there's a, I believe there's a contact form that's very easy to, to see right on the homepage there and click on that and get in touch. And again, man, thank you for sharing those, those bits of wisdom today. I think that's going to help a lot of people just if they take on board, um, all that beautiful free content that you've shared with us today. So thank you so much.